0: Welcome to the La Arte dell'Arme, the Bolognese podcast, where we discuss the intricacies of the Bolognese tradition with the practitioners, translators, authors, and teachers working to bring the art back to life. Today's guest is Moreno de Ricci, um, instructor at Sala de Arme, uh, de Croque. Moreno has been practicing martial arts for over 20 years. Um, Moreno, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you for the invitation
0: absolutely it's great to have you um marino you are an incredibly dynamic and uh beautiful fencer i would say um you have such grace of movement tell me a little bit about your martial arts background and how you got started in the bolognese system
1: oh thank you thank you for for the accomplishments um but, well i'm i starting as a kid uh, uh, in, a school, in the scholar period with the boxing. And I'm starting my martial art experience in this in, uh, sports, in this, sport, in this uh, arts uh, boxing. But I have always been uh, passionate about the medieval history. Uh, each branch, uh, I think like all historical fencers today, uh, each branch was a sword for me. And I always cultivated a martial baggage that brought me closer to my passion of history. Uh, For example, uh, in addition to the boxing, I approached the archery and uh, after the historical archery, (laughs) because the normal archery for me is not good, good, but historical archery is fantastic for my philosophy and for my passion of martial arts. Um, Until one day, I wanted to be uh, studying the swords more seriously, uh, in part thanks to the historical reenactment that I did. Um, yes, there, the historical reenactment in Italy is very strange because it's a full of swords, but with a few serious scholars, and for me is not sufficient for my uh, uh, for my uh, for my experience in uh, with the uh, swords and for the martial arts. And uh, I was uh, um, scholar period uh, in the same time of my boxing experience. Uh, I managed uh, to get a photocopy of the Tallofer. <laughs> yes, of course, the Tallofer. Uh, my first source is a German source because in Italy Tallofer is very famous in the, uh, uh, in the in the past. And uh, I take the offer and uh, with my friends, I started my adventure with a sword. until my dear friends forced me to go to a Hima sala presentation, uh, the, the sala d'armi uh, Achille Marozzo, the presentation. And uh, at first uh, I wasn't convinced, but it took me a little to realize that Hima was the right place for me. Uh, a year later, uh, I met Roberto Gotti, uh, who had a sala in my city. I'm very lucky because uh, Roberto Gotti is present in my city. And uh, Brescia Brescia is a small city in the northern Italy. And the main focus was on the Marozzo to hand the sword for uh, Roberto Gotti. And uh, I feel this very, very good <laughs> for me. And uh, I had found my way. And since uh then i can't imagine uh anywhere else to studying and practice the hima now and this is my uh small uh, story in the in the starting to studying martial arts
0: no that's yeah that's that's awesome um I, i think it's really interesting that you started boxing at such a young age is that something that um you do a lot in Italy? is it you do a lot of boxing
1: for me it's very important the boxing background uh, because the, the boxing is a true uh, sports and uh, is the, the, the true punch in your face is a true punch in your face. <laughs> yeah. And this is important to understand in the martial arts philosophy behind these words.
0: Oh, that's yeah that's awesome so i mean what's what is it like training with uh, roberto gotti um i mean he's meant he's been such a pioneer uh, especially for the bolognese system um yeah. and, and the reconstruction of the bolognese system
1: um yes um, roberto gotti uh, it's a very important figure for me uh, because roberto gotti leaves for the uh, for the swords. He's not only a passionate of the martial arts uh, of the Bolognese system, but he lives for the Bologna, for the, the, the fancy for the historical fancy. not only Bolognese, not only Italian because he's very passionate of the all forms of martial arts. And uh, he created a fantastic place. Guy ratings is the name of this place. Inside the guy ratings is a present a salad Army. Is a present a gym? Is a present a museum? Because Roberto Gotti is, I think, is the most uh, bigger uh, collection, a collector of uh, swords, uh, original uh, historical uh, swords. Not only not only for uh, Renaissance period, but he's starting to to collect uh, prehistoric tools. Prehistoric uh, goods and uh, in the all parts of the history is present uh, object in uh, in the museum and this is fantastic because you can study not only the words of the master but you can touch a sword you can touch a uh, original tratis inside of this uh, inside this fantastic museum and you can feel not only uh, a words but you can feel you can touch the history behind the, the martial arts, the European martial arts. And that's it's very great. Yeah, it's mm.
0: awesome.
1: And of course, Roberto is not only a collector, is a he's an instructor, is a maestro in, in Italy. And uh, the training with Roberto is hard <laughs> because for him it's not important. The small techniques uh, performed well. But uh, the true sense of the gesture is what the, he considers essential, but for, to do this is very, very, very hard. Mm, because to, to seek a right energy, uh, a cultivation of the rich, uh, rich dynamic, it's very hard. I, the the, the, the fundamentals uh, is the first things of Roberto Gotti. It's not only a technique, it's not only a small, and think words of the master, but the 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 deeply word uh, of the master is very important, the fundamentals. And uh, this is great for me, uh, but it's very hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, um, I mean, it's it's a great approach. Um, you know, when, when you and uh, Jacopo came to the US for WMAW, uh, you kind of turned a lot of people's interpretations of Morazzo's first assaulty for the two-handed sword on their heads. Um, how did you guys kind of come to that interpretation um and what was it like to receive such glowing praise um for that presentation because uh, it seems like it's been really well received
1: thank you thank you well uh, the main merit goes to roberto of course because uh, roberto make a sense many interpretation and uh, he has shown us the uh, not only a uh, gesture but uh, show us a method of studying. This is uh, the most important things because it's not important to um, uh, to improve our gesture, but the, the main important things is a method of studying. And for that, he helped us in the studying uh, and the, in the elaboration of our interpretation, not stopping at the mere interpretation of the words of the master, of the same master, but seeking in the real dynamics of gesture uh, the answers. Verify and verify again and verify again in uh, in our practice. And uh, the interpretation is the basis of uh, our school. Every dynamic must must be tried and tried again for feel uh, a right interpretation for us, Uh, not only in a solo training, but uh, firstly, in, the, in the, real, the real application. The real application for us, of course, is the, the sparring, uh, but not only uh, a gesture behind the, the words, but the application of this gesture with a good dynamics and good force behind these words. And of course, for us to receive many compliments, in the WMaw is a source of pride because uh, these compliments uh, encourage us and me uh, to continue this road uh, without stopping, um, regardless of what the people say. Because many people don't uh, uh, don't uh, share this type of approach, but. Uh, for my for my feel for for my philosophy, this is only one approach uh, to continue the, the seeking a uh, good interpretation, but with a good dynamic, with a good yeah. uh, uh, gesture, not only a, 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 a only a gesture.
0: Yeah, I mean, just recently you posted a video on YouTube of you executing the falso impuntanto and Moranzo's mm-hmm. first um in in life sparring um and and the setup to that was just absolutely beautiful and, and the fact that you were able to pull it off with such proficiency was really impressive
1: yeah yes exactly exactly thank you thank you for this because um, this video is very small video is uh, four seconds but behind these four seconds in the a free sparring uh, is present many months of studying <laughs> of the this small gesture of the falaata for example mm-hmm. and this is our philosophy many hours behind the two seconds of gesture
0: yeah and i i think that's i think that's really important um and emphasizes something that i think is uh you know incredibly beneficial to understand that you know sometimes yeah. some such a simple technique um you know really kind of just one sentence in in Marazzo's paragraph of a of a technique for the first play um, can take you know months or hours of study or really just months um, of of study to really kind of hone in um, and develop and and how you can really kind of piece apart different things to really focus on on the intricacies of of a specific technique.
1: Yeah, um, exactly. Like
0: So I want to, I'm going to take it a little bit of an aside here. I want to ask a quick question um, that I was just thinking about when you were talking about uh, Roberto's museum. Um, You know, you're talking about handling uh, swords, historical swords. Um, Of the HEMA trainers that you've experienced, um, whether they're like Reginier swords or uh, Malus Martialis, um, what are some of the swords that you think um, best represent historical swords?
1: Mm, the swords is not important for me. Uh, the, the, not the historical swords, of course. The historical swords is fantastic. <laughs> I like it and uh, I, I take many moments for me to to studying the, the original swords. Mm-hmm. The modern swords to the practice is mm, not important. For me, Is the the best uh, thing is the... The gesture, not uh, uh, what you have in your hands. Gotcha. This is uh, in, in my mind the main focus. The swords uh, to replicate the interpretation or the correct uh, approach in the fighting. Uh, okay, is good. Uh, of course, you you need we need uh, good swords to the practice, but for the security in the first. Uh, for the second, of course, to the feeling, uh, uh, a right feeling with the swords. Because uh, I, when I use for the rapier a modern uh, uh, fencing pay, uh, is not good because many dynamics change. Yeah. But from we we are very lucky because uh, in the world is present many many guys to to the produce a good uh, uh, swords for uh, all. Uh, um feeling and interpretation of the what is us worth in our ends
0: well oh, that's that's awesome that's a really cool perspective um so uh, when it comes to um you know the four core authors do you have a favorite
1: oh yes of course um in the in the in the first place in my heart <laughs> Marozzo is uh undoubtedly the master who study more but his study cannot take uh, a place without the study of many other masters that I consider essential, starting from Fiore, for example, Vadi <laughs> in the second place, uh, Monte Anonimo Bolognese, and the other, uh, uh, all uh, the other Italian masters of the 60th century is very important for me. Of course, I'm my focus is in the, in the two-handed swords and uh, for the Italian system, for the Bolognese system, Marozzo is the first master because is the only one master created. Create, explain, not, not created. Explain uh, completely system of uh, behind the two-handed swords. But uh, I don't want to stay closed to only one master. For me, it's very important to my approach to the studying other master. Uh, for seeking uh, um, fundament, uh, because the fundamentals for me is the much important things in my style, and of course Marozzo for me is the most elegant and complete master of the uh, of the Bolognese system. But without other master, it's not possible to the interpretation the for the interpreting uh, Marozzo, because Marozzo is a very real bastard. He don't tell us to explain a gesture, but not explain uh, a real deeply uh, fundament in uh, behind the, this gesture. because Marozzo wants uh, uh, you seeking you seeking the good gesture, not only uh, a small or, uh, um, or a normal, uh, normal gesture. He wants to uh, you starting hard. And to seeking a good, uh, uh, a good, uh, good uh, fighting behind the the the, the and uh, but for to to do this is very important to studying other master, of course, more also, more also in the first in the first in my heart, but other master is uh, very important.
0: Yeah, you've I mean you've done a lot with the uh, two-handed sword, but also with the partisan. Um, can you speak to a little bit about that? Uh, about the work that you've done with the partisan?
1: Oh, yes, um, I'm started to studying the partisan because for me the partisan and other pole arms inside the, the, the Bolognese tradi is uh, is very important to understanding uh, other parts of uh, many weapons, uh, especially the two-handed swords. Uh, because the partisan and the other pole arms, uh, uh, you stay behind the, the, this weapon with all your body, uh, with all two-handed uh, uh, in, in the surface of the, this weapon. And, uh, and it's very important to improve the, the, the capacity to feel you free uh, behind this weapon. Because uh, for my experience, behind uh, this uh, longest, longer weapon... Uh, you feel uh, uh, not free uh, in the fighting, but it's not true. Uh, we are free not for uh, how you can uh, stay in your hand, uh, what happen, uh, what uh, weapon you use, but the important is you control of your body and uh, the the studying of the partisan and the defenders world. But the, the partisan in uh, in the first place uh, help us to understanding the dynamics. Behind a uh, completely behind the uh, body, behind the, the weapon in the fighting, and um, of course the the, the partisan uh, is very fantastic for me because it's not only a a pole weapon, it's not a a, a simply spears, but uh, the partisan is um, uh, have a long blade, and uh, you we can use the, for the thrusting and for the cutting and for my personal opinion uh, this is a fantastic weapon to the studying uh, two-handed sword because it's very long uh, it's very difficult to to uh, to manage but uh, he he take uh, he take all your energy your mind energy because it's very difficult to manage and this is fantastic because after when i use uh, Uh, a partisan and I take in my hand the longsword is fantastic because the longsword is very simple (laughs) Uh, respect to the partisan but the partisan is very fantastic to improve our capacity to management the the longsword and other weapons of course
0: Yeah, Uh, how do you think about you know the spiedo. Um, yeah, you know, I'm kind of getting the sense that the spiedo is just uh, kind of a partisan with the wing protrusions. You know, the the wings that stick out of the the partisan. Um, have you have you done a lot of work with the uh, the spiedo as well?
1: Oh yes, it's very similar weapon, but the spiedo have uh, uh, the, these wings is very interesting because you uh, the, the the maestri uh, Maroz in particular explain us to. Use the distado with the wings to to take the the, the weapon of uh, uh, of of our opponent, and you can use this wing, for example, to to parry <laughs> like a cross guard of the swords. For example, mm-hmm. it's fantastic because uh, it's a strange weapon because it's uh, like. Uh, um, a bat. <laughs> uh, the wings of this bat is very useful because he, we, we can use in uh, for many things inside the fighting, and this is very fantastic. When I when I standing the spiedo with the with the partisan, of course, I I feel this difference with the partisan for because it's a bastard the weapon the, the spiedo because these wings is very difficult to manage, uh, but. It's very fantastic when you feel these wings you can use to, to, to parry, you can use for uh, uh, take the swords of uh, your opponent to parry the, the, the strike and the thrust. The, the pole arms in general is fantastic, but the spiedo is a, is a curious weapon, but the partisan is very elegant, is much elegant respect to other pole arms. Is very very elegant and uh, in the ancient source not only not only the the treatise, but for example uh, in the uh, chronicles of uh, Italy of the 60th century in uh, in all fighting in all city fighting is a present partisans and I think the partisans is the as much present like as worth in the past in the Italian part and for me the um, the answer is uh, is a fantastic weapon. Very very simply, not very simply to use, but is very instinctive to use. And, but you can you can use these pole arms like a sword. So you can use like a, a spears and uh, with a very fantastic elegant movement behind this weapon.
0: Yeah, whenever I think about the partisan, a lot of times I, I kind of think of that image of Marazzo, um from the text where he's standing and he has his two students on either side of him. And one of them, you know, has a spear and I always think of it really as a core foundation um, that I think a lot of times uh, gets overlooked. I mean, I know a lot of people come into HEMA because of swords and they love swords, but at the same time, I feel like, um, you know, really to like you were saying to get a full grasp of the system we really do need to look at yeah. uh, the core weapons and i think the partisan is is a core bolognese weapon um yeah. have you have you done anything with the spear in uh, marazzo
1: for the spears mm-hmm. uh no for Marazzo, i'm studying only a partisan spiedo and
0: pike. Uh, um, i gotcha. you uh and and i might be talking about the the pike material in Marozzo. When I I talk about the spear, um, it might have been translated as spear. Oh, um, sorry. Oh no, no, <laughs> yes. that's okay. The, let me uh, actually let me grab the text real quick and see what it has.
1: Yes, because inside of the Marozzo, explain uh, lanciotto, spears, and or uh, pikes. Uh, for for Marozzo, uh, spears and pikes is the same weapon. <laughs> gotcha.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, there's there's something interesting in Manchilino uh, where manciolino is talking about um, fighting with longer weapons. At the end of yeah. his introduction, uh, he talks about how he relates the partisan to fighting with a dagger, yeah. and he relates the two-handed sword, or uh, maybe a, a sword, I can't remember, um, to fighting with a, like a lance or a spear. Um, I, always th- I always found that really interesting that he relates the partisan to sort of equating to f- when you're fighting with pole arms, saying that it's it's the same as fighting with a dagger. Yeah. Just because, you know, you when you think about dagger combat, you think about it being very close, very sharp. You know, you're yeah. always you're always having to be worried about the fact that you're going to get stabbed. <laughs> uh,
1: when you have a long uh, weapon in your mind, you are uh, many time and uh, space to management your enemy, but with the longer weapon is not true because in one second you, you, you cannot use the weapon because it's much longer for, uh, for example, a close measure. And it's, it's fantastic to, to, to say uh, to to use in a good mode the, a dagger for example <laughs> and the dagger is very important to to the starting for the starting the polars but to the starting for the close game in all parts of the trates because for example in the longsword the 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 third part of the assault is only of the close game and uh, Many times a uh, dagger is very, very good to in your hand when you are in the close game, especially with the pole arms.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I think even Manchilino has a technique where you you pull out yes. your dagger and then you stab somebody when you have a pole arm.
1: Um, in the speedo but... is a present, is in Marozzo. When he, when he explains uh, a spiedo, the the dagger is a present for the close game. Yeah, oh,
0: that's awesome. That makes sense too with the speed, OK, I guess, because you can kind of hook them with your wings and pull their weapon offline, and then run in and just, yeah. you know, stab them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when you when you've been working on uh, developing your techniques, um, what are some of the challenges you've faced, and how have you overcome them? And
1: uh, yeah, mm, as I say, the demands sacrifice for the interpretation. So everything is, disf- is difficult at first time, of course, for all, for all of us, for all the, 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 the students of the historical fencing. Uh, creating a contact with the, the master is important for me. Read and read again. Uh, the book is very important. I think the I want to think in the language of the master. Is the one of the things that consider of great importance the interpretation are the engineers, uh, every scholar of HEMA. Continuous practice leads to a continuous evolution of the interpretation, especially to continuous uh, the application of this interpretation in a real context, in the free in sparring, for example. Um, we need to analyze the many aspects of the leads to. To what is considered a good interpretation mm, for example when the study of the part of the treatise is undertaken uh, is necessary to not only stop as the aspect uh, related uh, related to the specific weapon but uh, for example is necessary to continuously cross the other parts of the treatise uh, marozzo we can found the uh, Many interpretation of many gestures, not only, for example, in longsword, uh, but is present. Many interpretation of the longsword is present in other parts or in other weapon. For example, the infallacata or camuffo uh, is the cavazione of the weapon. You can find a good uh, interpretation or a good explain, explain, um, not explain, exposition of the master in the pikes, because in the pikes he. Uh, expose very well the cavazione, the, the, the falacciata, the, the cavazione of the weapon. And this is fantastic because inside the same book, we can found um, instruments for a good interpretation. But for make this is very hard. Uh, and not only with the treatise of the master, uh, the study master, for example. I'm not close my interpretation only with the treatise of Marozzo, but I seek other interpretation to crossing uh, my interpretation, the crossing the source with other masters, uh, Pietro Monte, uh, Manciolino, uh, and other uh, Italian weapon master uh, is very important to crossing uh, the, the source with other. And uh, we have found a solution to unclear interpretation that are found in other parts, in other weapons, in other treaties, for example.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's... Um, it. You know, it, it, it is sort of a theme, especially in Marazzo, where uh, other weapons will inform um, different things. Like when I was looking for a better explanation to how Morazzo in his sword and large buckler uh does the um the mulanetto uh he actually gives a really great explanation of how to le- how to do the mulanetto by letting your sword drop down to the left and letting it, it he, it's a reversal mulanetto um yeah. he does it in the um in the sword and dagger section right so I, found, I I found an answer for the technique of the seventh play of sword and large buckler by going back and looking at sword and dagger and otherwise it would have been really hard because he doesn't give he doesn't give the explanation of how to do the technique. he just tell, tells you to do it but if you go back and you you know I guess if you read it in order right you you do the the sword and dagger first you get the explanation yeah. of what that technique is and it informs a later technique um, and and something that's completely unrelated. And even yeah. like even you look at sword and small buckler, you know, in the introduction of sword and small, small buckler, he talks about how all the all the uh, strata techniques that he teaches and sword and small buckler can be used across all weapons uh he yes. says you can do it with a two-handed sword you can do it with a single-edged sword is what he's Or i'm um, a single-handed edged sword uh, so i think he's talking there about like a sharp um specifically uh, i don't know how that translates for you but um but i i just i find it really interesting that he breaks up so many different things but if you have that full picture of Marazzo, if you really study the entire system um you can oh. fill in the gaps that are missing
1: Yes, of course. Marozzo, I I repeat this. Marozzo and other master demand sacrifice, sacrifice and many many hours of studying, and to to feeling to feeling the master. Not only read, not only uh, speak of the master, not only the words of the master. You feel uh, the sacrifice is to uh, create a connection with the master for. Uh, for, for uh, seeking a good interpretation of uh, the, the words of this master.
0: Yeah, no that, that's um, I think that's really insightful. I mean that's uh, a beautiful way to put it uh, because I think that um, that will I think that helps a lot of people to understand um, because I think that's a really great perspective um in terms of how to approach the material but also in general how to approach martial arts and really kind of develop yourself as a martial artist um and you know for HEMA, because we are recreating a lost art sometimes yes. we have to put in even more work because we don't have existing masters that can sit here and, and show us the techniques and show us how they're done um you know we you and I are fortunate because we have people who have kind of put in the work before us. You know, you have a great yeah. maestro and, and Roberto Gotti, and I have a great <laughs> teacher as well, um, who have put in you know tons of hours and studying. Um, but for people who are just getting into it and they might not have that teacher, um, it really is—it's. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not-
1: Yes, I it's very important, these things, because many guys don't have, a, 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 for example, an instructor. I, I know I, I meet many, many guys, for example, in WMAW. I meet many guys is alone, because the USA is very big. <laughs> it's not like Italy. in Italy we have a salad army in, in all parts of the city. In all cities you can go, in Italy you can find a, a sala, salad army. And But in USA, I meet many guys don't have a master, don't have a teacher. And this is <laughs> very, very difficult for, for these guys to study. But uh, the important is our uh, attitude to studying. Yes, of course, it's much better to have um, a, a reference. But uh, the, the much important thing is our self um, uh, self attitude to, to a good starting, and uh, of course is not simple for these guys, but it, with the internet is possible now. <laughs> In the past, I don't know, but now with, uh, with the internet, uh, it's possible. Yeah,
0: what are some of the more difficult, um, and techniques that you've found? Um, things like the trauma zone cello, for example.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm. Many, many gestures of the ancient master is very difficult to the the interpretation, but the dynamic behind the interpretation is the most important thing for me. Uh, For example, for the interpretation of Tramazzoncello and Tramazzone, uh, we can found uh, uh, our interpretation not only to interpretation of the words, interpretation of the technique, but with the starting the dynamic behind this technique. Because when you try to use uh, these dynamic forces behind this sword in a salto, for example, when you cannot uh, found a good interpretation, you can, uh, you can feel um, your interpretation are broken, is broken. The force is broken, the dynamic is broken. And uh, for uh, pass, uh, this problem, you can seek a uh, uh, different dynamic be- behind this gesture. For example, for the Tramazzoncello, I will seek this for a dynamic, like uh, cha- the, 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 char- the charging of this type of uh, strike. The tramazzoncello um, for, for us, for, us in, for, for our interpretation, is not a small Tramazzone, because Tramazzone in, Itali- in, uh, in Italian, big uh, circulation of the strike and tramazzoncello is a small, no? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, this is not uh, for us sufficient to a good interpretation and uh, we found a good interpretation of the tramazzoncello uh, for a continued dy- uh, dynamic forces inside the fighting. Uh, for example, for us, the tramazzoncello the difference of Tramazon and is the type of uh, charging. Uh, Tramazione charging in the right part of body uh, and the tramazioncello in uh, in the inside part of body in the left part and uh, inside the our interpretation in the our dynamic interpretation of the salto he make a sense because they don't broken uh, the forces the dynamic inside the the interpretation but uh, this interpretation can uh, um, seek. Uh, good uh, management of the forces inside the, the assalto and for us uh, this is type of concept uh, for a, thick, a good interpretation this is a small example but this small example uh, is present in all parts of the our interpretation of the masters in particularly the Marozzo uh, but this attitude is, is very important for us
0: yeah, so that's interesting so you guys essentially do the on cello like from uh, Porto de Ferro Larga um, as an above the blade cavazione down into um, yeah. Kingiari Porto de Ferro.
1: Yes, yes, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's really interesting. Um, that's I think that's that's good. I I know I've I've seen a lot of discussion about that and, and people trying to um, kind of work on on various interpretations. So hopefully that helps them out. Um, So how do you see the Bolognese material in context or comparison of other sources or traditions?
1: stylists may have a formal difference, but uh, in, uh, for my vision, uh, the fight is one and the ancient master, I think uh, consider this, uh, this uh, difference is not present. I consider it. it's essential to relate to other sources of other system, in order to have a better, clear idea of the martial context. Italian source, of course, however, I consider them very elegant. and The technical, the precision inside these strategies, the Bolognese system is very uh, fantastic for me, especially in the exposition of the philosophy of the combat uh and that should help us to create a code of ethics in our modern uh practice Prati- uh, practice sorry for my bad english <laughs> <know you're> fine. <laughs> uh, and uh, this uh, is very important to to th- this comparison with o- with the other sources because I can find, for example, in the German sources, I can find uh, many things for the interpretation of the philosophy of the fighting. Uh, but uh, I think the, this crossing, sourcing, this cross, this source is very important to uh, make sense in our mind uh, the, uh, for the uh, ethics code. Uh, I don't know in English is a, a good uh, word for explaining this, but the philosophy yeah. behind martial arts, martial arts is very important. And uh, I read uh, not only Italian source, I read all, but of course the, my focus is for the, a good interpretation, for a good uh, um, clear idea of the philosophy behind the historical fencing, Italian historical fencing.
0: That's really interesting because I think that kind of leads into the next question here of how do you view the strategic and tactical approach of the Bolognese system?
1: Oh, um, I think the Bolognese system, the Italian system is uh, extremely complete because in the difference, I think uh, the conservative and prudent uh, attitude of uh, the the Bolognese system is much more complete in, in the exposition uh, in comparison of other sources, uh, of uh, o- other uh, European sources. Um, the, the Italian system, yes, of course, is, co- is uh, conservative, prudent, but in the same time is aggressive uh, when he serves. Uh, then every master uh, has his own uh, peculiarities. For example, Marozzo is very elegant in the Gioco Largo, but uh, when he wants to close the game and go in the, for example, in the dagger uh, fighting, uh, he's very strong. He's not only conservative and prudent, but he want broken uh, the enemy in front of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, the Bolognese, the, the Italian system, the Bolognese system is a uh, complete of this cons- uh, this attitude: conservative, prudent, but aggressive when he serves.
0: Oh, that's that's awesome. That that's a, I love that um, because you know in the introduction of the anonymous, he gives us such a an amazing uh, description of you know where he says that you make yourself look like a devil. You know when you're fighting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the introduction.
1: Yes. Of course, it's fantastic the elegant footwork. But in the same time, you are a bastard with those words in the hand. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, you know, you're you're beautiful until you get to the point of striking, and then you're just ruthless and 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 mean and harsh. Um, yes. Yeah, it's 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 funny because um, you know I I feel like uh, it is very much um, an expression of Italian culture too. Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um yeah so and and I, I also think it's really interesting too you've you've talked a lot about, um, especially from from your guidance of learning from uh, Roberto where you have you're looking for the source of what is the master trying what's what's the lesson behind the technique if that makes sense you know like it what, what is the technique actually trying to tell you um, versus just doing the technique because it's what the technique tells you to do. And I, I feel like that is the way that you can really pull the the the, the tactical and the strategic purpose of what we're doing out. And and instead of saying, okay, well, my opponent is in a guard, they're in Codalonga Strata or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna attack them in this way simply because they're in Coda Strata versus understanding why you attack them in Coda Longa strata in that way and what it is that you're trying to do and create. Um I think that's really interesting. I think you've you've really kind of done a great job of highlighting that through our conversation. So, um, yeah. So, you know, one of the other things um, that I, I wanted to really kind of talk about here, because um, not just from a strategic and, and tactical uh, sense, but also from just the way that you guys move, you have incredibly dynamic footwork. Um, what, do you, what do you guys do in training with your footwork and, and how do you develop that?
1: Thank you so much for this uh, question, because the footwork for me is uh, essential for my, for my philosophy of fighting. Uh, of course, the footwork is essential uh, for all my school, of course. Um, because I think the, the, the footwork is the, the, the basic uh, fundament of the, the fighters, of the historical fighter, the f- historical adventure. Mm, personally, I dedicate a lot of time to training my, my footwork. Uh, I look uh, for what the ancient master showed uh, in their treatise. Uh, for example, Pietro Monte in four words, explain a fantastic philosophy behind the footwork. A liked and elegant footwork, but the uh, fo- um, very lightly footwork, but in the same time, uh, in the up parts of the body a strongly attitude. And, but Monte wants a light footwork because, uh, for me, the, the, this uh, this part is very important because without a light footwork it's not possible to uh, make a sense uh, to the right and hard dynamic with the words. Uh, our legs, our foot is not uh, heavy, is not strong. Because when you, um, in, in our mind, put uh, energy... Uh, to stay in the legs, like uh, like a, a car, a strong car, uh, is not good for us because the the sword uh, is important to the, the forces, but the, the legs is the important things to make a sense the the swords in faster uh, in time to strike your your opponent, for example, and. I dedicate many hours of my training to, to the footwork. Uh, of course, the, the, the stars, the, the, the La Stella del Passeggio of Marozzo, the, the footwork stars of Marozzo, uh, is very important to, to learn. For example, in my school is present these stars, but is not, uh, in, um, it's not uh, painted uh, to the floor. I explained this uh, footwork training in a in a videos uh, on my page, and, uh, and for learning my passeggio, I used uh, a riser stakes uh, for uh, seek a good balance uh, in the in the footwork. Not only the footwork in the floor, uh, but with the, these riser stakes, is possible to seek a balance, a good balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, but in the same time, with the, you learn the footwork. And uh, this is an example to my training uh, for learning the, passegg- the, the the footwork. And uh, yes, of course, uh, Pietro Monte summarized my philosophy in a few words. Um, the feet are light and the strength in the- is height. And the same in Marozzo, dedicates many words to this. And also... Uh, other, uh, other master, the anonymous Bolognese, for example. <laughs> yeah. And yes, of course, the the the, the footwork is good, uh, is elegant, but uh, you don't forgot you are strong with the sports in the in the hand. But the footwork is the basis, is the first thing in my mind when I fight.
0: Yeah, yeah, same. Um, you know, I mean, that's something that we really emphasize, but um, something that I think that a lot of people can stand to improve upon um, you know, and really kind of focus and, and provide emphasis to because I think it does unlock so much potential for your ability to perform the techniques, you know, um, especially mm-hmm. perform the techniques um, as they relate in sparring. Mm-hmm. Uh, be quick and light, um, but like you said, strong with the upper body and be able to uh, press the techniques in a way that is that is strong. Um, it's really important.
1: Right. Yeah yeah because the problem the first problem many people want in a small time take up this more and fight but uh, these people forgot the main tool footwork the footwork is the main tool <laughs>
0: yeah absolutely i agree um so what, i mean i, I guess we kind of already emphasized this a little bit but i mean what what is something that you think we as a community can do to better reflect the sources in our fencing
1: oh uh, uh, <laughs> this is a, <laughs> this is a good question But um, in my mind, I want the practitioner to talk less and practice more. I see in the HEMA community uh, our world more and more oriented towards showing, more than showing. Our world uh, in in the HEMA community, um, I I think, uh, giving more importance to the speaking, and but not try to uh, produce something strong, hmm. because study and practice more, and think less about the commercial aspect of HEMA. Yes, of course, the HEMA is very, in, um, um, uh, what to dire the HEMA is very fascinating. But uh, is very it's very important to uh, practice more and. Uh, talk class in my vision of Hema community because I I, I, I see in in the last period of, I think is the COVID uh, problem <laughs> because many guys is uh, staying home all day and uh, I I I think in the last period the commercial aspect of Hema is much respect the practice the practice, uh, the practice uh, thinking or, or show or. or or attitude
0: yeah no i i think that's yeah. <laughs> really interesting because yeah I. you're right in that you know there's one thing to to read and not you know you can't not read and not do um i think i've heard i've heard interviews from people in the past talking about how when Hema was first starting out a lot of people were on message boards or online yeah. and so much of it was just conversation about how these things could be done and then they couldn't actually back it up when they would come out and fence um and and you know covid has kind of forced us to to recess a little bit where everybody has been kind of locked up for a year um and i I imagine the fencing in the next year is going to be pretty bad Um, (laughs) but at the same time um you're right uh it is Know I've experienced this too because with the lockdown and everything like that, it has given me an opportunity in my personal practice where I've pushed my personal practice to whole different levels. You know, I've I'm almost finished with uh doing all the techniques in Marazzo's uh second book. Um, so everything with a single sword
1: This is a good (laughs) approach. (laughs) It is,
0: it is, but you know, at the same time, because I've been developing interpretations without a willing yes. without a partner, I don't yeah. know if any of those techniques are valid. <laughs> and until until I, I mean, it's it's good because now I can take that and now I can I can find somebody and pull them aside and say, hey, let's go through these techniques and see, you know, if the techniques work and make the corrections that I need to. So it's good that in that sense. But you know, if I was just relying on the fact that I've been doing so much book study. Mm-hmm. And tried to take that into, into a tournament right now, I would, I would get my butt kicked, you know? <laughs> I would I would lose so badly. So um but I think that's I think that's I think you're right in that, in that, you know, less talking, more doing. <laughs> get out there, and, get out there and do it. Um Yeah, that's that's great. So because you're in Italy, uh you have a really uh unique opportunity in that there are libraries around you and there are places where you can go and there are probably untold number there are a lot of uh historical treatises that we haven't found yet yes Um, do you do you (laughs) i mean do you know if, I mean, are there people that are out there looking and, and searching for those things and trying to kind of pull those back into the into the general Hema consciousness?
1: Yes, I think um, the, the seeking a, a new treatise, or not only treatise, but manuscript. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Italy, we can found in the future a new treatise. For example, personally, I found... Uh, a little very little uh, manuscript uh of uh not a master but a student and uh, i i seek this in uh, in uh, my city uh Bibliothek is uh, is uh, the name the right name
0: uh yeah but it, it works it translates <laughs> library mm-hmm. library
1: yeah library yes <laughs> in uh, in library um uh, in Italian library, historical library is a present for, in for my opinion, uh, much more uh, not only uh, print um, books uh, but uh, manuscript. Because, for example, I, I I I found this source new source and I published them in the next I think in the next years. In the in these years I publish this source. Oh, this is a spoiler. <laughs> and uh, is a small uh, is a small uh, manuscript of the students and uh, i think this type of manuscript is present in all city not only in italy but in the europe because the document the historical document present in our library is very very big and uh, is the the many of this is not founded because it's too much to studying not only for the HEMA community, but for the historical community, <laughs> for the uh, historical professor community or other uh, guys that are fascinated to the histo- historic, uh, historic period. And uh, I think um, in Italy is present um, many guys uh, to not only uh, to found, but uh, to studying new sources. And I think in the next year, uh, we see new uh, new sources and this is fantastic because uh, yeah. uh, for for us this is a food of our uh, word a word uh, and this is very important because for example the anonimo bolognese is found in this type of mode mm-hmm. uh, many guys go to the library and found the fantastic anonimo bolognese and uh, i i hope uh, in the next year uh, other many guys approach to not only in uh, for the Hima, not only for the practice, but uh, for the uh, founding a new source, a new historical source.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's that's something that I I wish we could do more of. Is really, uh, you know, I, I I don't know how to do this, but I would love to see more people going and getting into the libraries and it's amazing that you you've done that and because i feel like it's so so important to helping us understand um i i was fortunate to take a class with uh, tom Leone. um he, oh, yeah. he gave a lecture on the anonymous treatise that he found i yes. think the anonymous vienna um yeah. and the anonymous vienna is fascinating because it explains um Fabris, in a way that nobody has really kind of gotten into Fabris before Um, the dynamics of the way because the anonymous Vienna is probably written by a student, uh, sort of like, you know, you found something that was written by not a master, but a student, but the student had written down notes about the intricacy Uh of the footwork and and the things that are typically not necessarily covered by the master. And so it gives us a whole new dimension and a whole new way of approaching Fabris that we never really had before. Um, and I feel like that's out there. And I wish <laughs> I just
1: this is fantastic because the vision of the student, of course, is different to the vision of the master. But the vision of the student is very close to to the our vision yeah.
0: respect,
1: yeah. and this is very important. For example, in the my small sources I founded uh, one year ago, and now I'm working uh, for for the publishing this source is fantastic because it's not a master, it's a student, and uh, the eyes of a student uh, is my eyes, is our eyes in uh, in our time because he described and. Uh, Take the the notes of uh, the movement of the master, and uh, uh, in the same time, uh, this is uh, the this disguise is, is me or you, no? And this is fantastic. And uh, the sources is present. I hope and I wish in the future many many people uh, go to the seek these sources. Is present? I think is present because. Uh, Uh, In my experience, the most in this, you seek, you find.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, uh, Marino, I think we're going to, let's wrap it up there. Um, It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Um, Thank you for coming on and and talking to me (laughs) about the Bologna (laughs) system. you provided some really amazing insights and uh, I think a lot of people are going to hopefully find a lot of benefit from our conversations. I
1: hope, I hope. Thank you so much for this, uh, for this opportunity. And I'm very, I'm very proud to to this opportunity. Thank you so much, J.D. Thank you for all guys, uh, uh, HEMA community. I I think it's very important this type of podcast for uh, improve our vision.
0: I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I want to thank Moreno to Ricci for coming on and providing us with another thrilling episode of Le Arte dell'Arme. This is absolutely fantastic. Next week's guest is going to be Eric Weiss, and Eric and I are going to talk about Bolognese horsemanship. That's right, you heard me. Bolognese horsemanship. Um, Eric has a tremendous amount of experience with horsemanship uh, in a theatrical sense. Um, but he is a experienced horseman and jouster, and so we are going to talk about Giovanni da jousting chapter, maybe even a little bit of Murazzo's defense against someone on a horse. So, stay tuned for that and stay saucy, my friends.